listening to the Business of Baking podcast with Michelle Green, the small business podcast that's all about successfully running your own sweet food company without losing your mind. If you've ever brought dessert to a party and been told you can make a fortune selling those, then you're in the right place. This is an honest, straight-talking podcast about the highs and lows of being in small business. Fueled by late nights, crazy client stories, and a permanent sugar high, we're going to listen, share, and learn our way to sweet business success. Here's your host, writer, speaker, recovering cake decorator, and incurable sweet tooth, Michelle Green. I'm not sure how many of you know this about me, but I am a mega word nerd. I absolutely love weird, obscure, strange, funny, interesting words, and I love to read, and I love to write, and basically words are my thing. And recently, I've come across some pretty cool words that I wanted to share with you, and then one in particular we're going to talk about all day. But before we get talking about that, I'll just share with you my two current favorite words. There is a man whose name is John Koenig, and he has started to write this thing called the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. And he's gone about putting words to emotions that don't currently have English words to describe them. He learned that in other languages, for example, love has several different words as opposed to just the one. And so he's come up with all these emotions and he's put words to them. And I heard about him on a podcast. I heard about him on the TED Radio Hour, actually. And then I fell down the rabbit hole to his YouTube channel and his website. And my current favorite word that he's come up with is a word that is sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R. And it's sonder, noun, the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own, populated with their own ambition, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill, sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, in which you might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. So Sonder is the realization that everybody has a story. And I love that word, Sonder. I think it's beautiful. And he has a number of other words which are amazing. And so that's one of my current favorite ones. And one of my other favorite words is something my son told me about, which is we've all heard about the word disgruntled, meaning upset or irritated or annoyed or whatever. But did you know that gruntled is in fact a word as well? And it means content or kind of generally, generically happy, you know, like eating chocolate makes me feel rather gruntled. (laughs) So that's my other favorite one is gruntled. And there you go. Your two word nerd words of the day. I'm sure I can share loads of other ones with you. But the third one a student actually told me about, and it's a word that I don't know if I'm pronouncing it quite right, but it's a a term called Sisu, S-I-S-U. And it's a Finnish word, so people from Finland. And I'm going to read you the short description of Sisu from Wikipedia, because I think that's probably the most basic explanation I've ever heard for Sisu, and I think it's, it's quite a good one as well. So I'm going to read that one to you now. Sisu is a Finnish concept and cultural construct that is described through a combination of various English terms, including stoic determination, tenacity of purpose, grit, bravery, resilience, and hardiness. And it's held by the Finns themselves to express their national character. It is generally considered not to have a literal equivalent in English. Sisu is a grim, gritty, white-knuckle form of courage that is typically presented in situations where success is against the odds. It expresses itself in taking action against the odds and displaying courage and resoluteness in the face of adversity. 
In other words, deciding on a course of action and then sticking to that decision even despite repeated failures. It's in some ways similar to equanimity with the addition of a kind of stress management to it. Gutsy is a fairly close translation that uses the same metaphor as the word derives from sisus, which means interior and entrails or guts. A concept closely related to sisu is grit, which shares some of its elements with sisu other than the stress management part. Sisu may have an element of passion, but it's not always present. So this term has actually goes back hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's very much an integral part of Finnish culture. It basically means you're going beyond your mental and physical capacity. You're kind of putting everything into it. And it's really hard to describe. I mean, the description I gave you just then is kind of good, but I think if we knew somebody Finnish, they'd be like, yeah, that doesn't quite do it. You know, it's just kind of a character of like getting stuff done, regardless of how difficult it all is, like having real guts. And I love this word. And I like almost wish that we used this word in English. I think we might have to, but if you're not Finnish, then where does your sisu come from? Because a lot of us have guts and a lot of us have bravery and courage and all these kind of things. So where does it come from if you're not Finnish and it's not inherent to your culture? Well, I'll tell you, it comes from a lot of things. For some people, it would come from a desire to improve your lot, meaning things are terrible or you're unhappy with how things are and your desire to improve your life means you dig deep and find that sisu and keep on going no matter how hard it is, right? It means the pain of where you are, your current situation is painful, painful enough that you kind of can't keep living like that. And so you will do anything to get there. You know, we've heard stories over the years of all kinds of people that through great odds achieve great things. Well, they have an incredible sense of sisu, but where did it come from? Sometimes it's just that. It's a desire to improve your current situation or your current situation has become so painful you almost feel like you have no choice but to move forward into something else, right? Now, the truth of the matter is most people wait for the crisis to happen before they actually take action. You know, they wait to hear that their wife wants to divorce them. They wait to hear that if they don't lose weight, they're going to die. They wait to get really sick. They wait to whatever. You know, the vast majority of us don't dig deep into our sense of sisu until we've had something dramatic and horrible happen to us. Or I guess it doesn't have to be horrible. It just has to be kind of dramatic and make us act in that way where we go, you know what, I will stop at nothing to get to where I want to go in life or to achieve this goal or to reach that aim or whatever. You know, all of us don't have that. We don't necessarily have that desperate desire to do things. We don't have that drive. We don't have those balls. If you want to use that term, we don't have that psychological resilience. We don't have those kind of things. So where does it come from? Right. The desire to change. Sometimes it comes from a sense of crisis. Sometimes it comes from a sense of I don't know how to describe this well, but this is something that happens to me a lot. Let's say I have a really good idea for something and I want to follow that idea, but I'm afraid. I'm either afraid of success or I'm afraid of failure or I'm afraid of some unknown thing I can't necessarily put a name to. And so I procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate on this thing until finally I reach the point where I go, you know what? I have to get this done because currently not doing it is worse. And it's like you can feel the noise banging around in your brain saying, you have to do this thing, you have to do this thing. And that noise becomes so loud that the only way to silence it is to actually go and do this thing. And some people would call that maybe a life purpose or a calling or a higher order or whatever you want to call it. But for me, I tend to call it noise. The noise in my head of this thing desperately banging its way, trying to make its way out is 
much louder than the noise of saying, yeah, yeah, don't do this because it's scary. Don't do this because it's scary. So for me, it's about the volume of the noise. But one thing I have learned about Sisu is that, or learned about life when it comes to getting stuff done, is that I've always been somebody who gets stuff done. It's not difficult for me to do. Doing is easy, right? I subscribe to the done is better than perfect. I subscribe to the just get stuff done, although I wouldn't use a word as bland as stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just very much somebody who has natural drive and determination. Not necessarily motivated, I think that's a different thing, but I have natural drive and determination. And people ask me all the time, Michelle, how do you get so much done? Like, how do you manage all this stuff? You are amazing, you're miraculous, and I'm not. I just think I was probably secretly born Finnish and therefore have Sisu. (laughs) But if I wasn't secretly born Finnish, which by the way, that's not my cultural heritage at all, I'm just deciding to adopt it because I feel like Sisu runs through my veins. One thing I have learned is that developing that grit and that determination and getting stuff done is actually, it's almost like a muscle. You know how like the brain is a muscle and you have to exercise it over and over and over again and strengthen it. It's kind of like that snowball rolling downhill. Once you make that first decision fast and easy, then making those decisions fast and easy again becomes a lot easier. And knowing that you have an end goal or an end purpose in mind means that making the decisions to get to where you want to go rolls faster and faster and happens faster and faster and gets easier and easier because you realize that you're so attached to the outcome of making this thing happen that the determination and the grit takes over, the energy of that takes over. And so the decision making to get there becomes much easier, or at least it has been for me. So whenever I hear people say, you're so brave, you're so amazing, you do all this stuff, whatever, I think, yes, to a degree, that's an inherent mental thing, you know, character or personality trait or whatever. But to a degree, it's something we can practice. And sometimes I think we're not clear about what that end goal is. And we don't have that grit or that bravery or resilience or gutsiness because we haven't fully attached ourselves to that end goal. And I recently read a part of Jennifer Sincero's book called You Are a Badass. And in that, she talks about how very often in life, we don't so much make a decision as we make kind of a half-baked choice to try something until it goes wrong. And so we don't really go full in. We go kind of like half in and then we kind of try it for a while and then we, it gets hard. And it's when it gets hard that we no longer move forward, when it gets uncomfortable or when it gets hard. And Sisu is that point at which when it gets hard and uncomfortable, you just keep going because you're not daunted by the fact that it's hard or uncomfortable. It doesn't mean you enjoy it, but it means you're not kind of put aside by that whole thing. And so I think CSU is something that we as an industry need to learn to utilize a little bit better. We need to learn to be a little bit gutsier. We need to learn to be a little bit hardier and a little bit braver. And rather than not take that order because we've never made a structure cake before or not reach out to that magazine because, oh, they won't want somebody with a small name like me or not do that wedding fair because we're afraid of what people would think of us. I think those are the moments in small business where we need to gather all the CC we've got and forage ahead and see that by contacting that magazine or by doing that structure cake or by reaching out to that venue or whatever that is, that we are moving towards the goal. And every one of these is a step forward. So take my word nerdiness of the day for you. Go and look up the word Sisu, S-I-S-U, and see if you can find your own inner Sisu and convince yourself that it's your Sisu, which is going to move you forward and push you to doing 
different and better things in the face of a little bit of stress and discomfort. You know, not everything we do in life is fun. Not everything we do in life is interesting. Sometimes we just have to take the steps which lead us towards the goal. So may your days always be filled with Sisu and may you, like me, just go about the business of getting stuff done. Have an amazing, awesome week. And I sincerely hope that wherever you are in the world listening to this, you think about the fact that when it gets hard and when it gets uncomfortable, that's when it's time to dig your heels in and push that little bit harder towards where you're going. Thanks for listening to the Business of Baking podcast. You can find show notes, links, and other fun stuff for this and previous episodes at thebizofbaking.com. Until next time, may your oven stay evenly hot, your ganache never split, and may you always be in the business of being awesome.